What's up, everybody? This is Chesco, the speech prof, and this is Bad Advice Wednesdays, the show where we attempt to make some sense of some of the horrific advice that is put out there on social media. Today's episode is the second half of my interview with Reagan from the F the Nice Guy podcast, and we are mainly focusing on the interview between Jordan Peterson and Matt Reif. We actually recorded this about a month ago, but then the holidays happened and I got the flu. Regardless, everything we said is still relevant, and hopefully uh, we can make you laugh a little bit as you go through this train wreck of an interview along with us. You want more advice? Dole it out gladly. You want bad advice? Man, I'll give it out gladly. I got some good advice for you. No, you don't. Even though I keep saying I'm going to stop talking about it, I'm back. Because we have, again, two men that you and I have discussed. <laughs> Yeah. If you recall, when I mentioned Jordan Peterson on your, I think it was your podcast, I talked about it. Yeah, it was. We talked about it, yeah. Well, boy is back because when Matt Reif has been quote unquote canceled, which has not happened, um, yeah. people just don't like him and don't think he's funny. Can't yeah. That's not canceled. That's just people don't like you. Uh, but mm. <laughs> people fuck you not to be funny. He decides that what I should do is mm-hmm. I should go on Jordan Peterson's uh, podcast who has lost his li- did he lose his license for his yeah yeah yeah, yeah formal- he got stripped by the uh, yeah yeah mm-hmm. just the, the, he's like who's yeah. not qualified perfect so and like in the interview Matt Reif repeated was like Matt Reif is like yeah man I gotta be honest I don't really listen to your stuff I don't mm-hmm. really know I don't know who you are <laughs> but the red pillars love you so before before, before we even play it like the because I was having a conversation with somebody about this off off the internet, shocking you up in IRL, right? Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't recorded. Um, and uh, and I I was you know just going through my head. I was like, wow, I've never seen someone go so far to the right so quickly. And they're like, well, th- no, this is this was not. He didn't change overnight. This is yes. he's finally just a, saying out loud the things that he was very carefully avoiding putting on the internet before while he was building up and getting paid millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. He also like, he had a disdain for women, which I think was mm-hmm. obvious. But if you watch his stuff, there is a shift in his material. Because um, mm-hmm. he's always been offensive. But it was like, I think this is, right. in my episode with Kate, I talked about it. But that he was getting bad feedback from women and they weren't laughing. Mm-hmm. Like there's, in his footage, you can see women like looking at him mm-hmm. like, "What are you? Yeah, what?" And so I mm-hmm. think he was like, "Well, f you, actually." And then I'm going with the red pillars, and yep. I called it. Now, did I think he was going to immediately jump on Jordan Peterson's pocket? That no, quickly. that's fast. That, that blew my mind. Yeah, that was fast. That was like, <laughs> in case you no had time. any questions. This is this is what I want. This is the people I want to follow me. Tate, come on oh. out of here. Come on and lay your eyes water. No crying, no crying though. Oh shit. Okay. And I, I'm, and now that you watch like his old stuff too, I, I go back and and now I'm like, oh wait, yeah. Because I used to because I used to do improv and I used to like uh, joke about I'm not funny. I'm just quick. Yeah, right. Sure. I, I was not. I, I don't. You don't always have to be funny if you can yeah. respond. If you can think of yes. an answer quick. Yes. And a lot of his stuff. Oh, it's not funny. He's just quick. quick. And all the yeah. other thing is with improv, there is like, it's harder for a lot of people, but there's also mm-hmm. more leeway. Like right. if you look at, it's right. not that what he said was that funny or that intelligent, but it's like, it was so fast right. that you're like, I'm willing to laugh mm-hmm. at that because he hasn't really, you're, in your brain, you recognize, oh, he hasn't had time right. to come up with a well-worded, you know, mm-hmm. well-thought-out joke. It's really just him roasting, like versions right. of roasting that he did in Wild and Out. And it's like, mm-hmm. actually, he had more leeway. Like, actually, people were right. being less judgmental than than now. Mm-hmm. So um, I think a lot of people are like, well, that's harder to do. It's like, well, actually, people are less critical when right. when you think of it on the spot. <laughs> when you do. And it's not that's not the takeaway from people that are masters of that craft. There, there's a lot that goes into oh, it. Oh, no, I love uh, improv. The, I yeah, still yeah, do yeah. it. Absolutely. It's, there's, and there are people you can, when people are bad at improv, they are bad at him <laughs> so that's not to take no, no, but no. there is you're right there is a certain level of leeway where as long as you are abiding by the rules and you have the training and you are yeah. quick enough to think of something yes you absolutely can get a laugh whereas yes. if that was a written script nobody would think it was funny. yes exactly if you mm-hmm. if you just took away the how quick it is and like that there's another person interacting if you took what mm-hmm. he said in his bits and put it as a joke like mm-hmm. it would not 
get laughs because it's right. it's the quickness and it like yeah. it strikes people they're like not ready for it but this is him he's ref- talking about the men who said because his logic falls apart a little bit if men say no actually we don't think that because his whole thing right. is like this is how all men feel like this is funny to all men like this is for men so mm-hmm. when a man gets in his comments or makes a video about how like, no, actually I found that offensive. Like that's not funny. It shatters what he's saying that it's all men, but it also makes it clear that like, no, you're just not funny, dude. Like it's just Mm -hmm. not good. So he can't accept either of those things. So this is what he says. It's not that he's not funny. And it's not that not all men think this. It's that these men in particular are bad. So let's listen to what Matt Reif and Jordan Peterson have to say about, um, these dudes. I think it's very interesting that for a guy who says, I don't, give, I don't care. So whatever you want about me, I don't even care about what people say about me. Right. I'm dead inside. <laughs> the amount of time this man spends talking about mm-hmm. what people have said about him online. Mm-hmm. Like half of his special was like a response to right. uh, like his last joke was a, a fat joke about a woman who dared to clap mm-hmm. back at him. It's like, I think you might care. I think if you're talking this much, mm-hmm. you might care. Okay. Honest, have you heard of uh have you heard of Anthony Jeselnik? He's an he's a comedian where yes. his whole shtick he's is about being and he says the most offensive stuff yes. in the world. But the reason people let it slide is because it's funny. Right. Even if I'm like, even if it's not my cup of tea, I can be like, yeah. all right, I get why people are like, I, I sure. get why people think it's funny. Sure. Right. I get why. And it's, that's really, there's so much that people will like, especially with yeah. comedy, right. Yeah. That people will be like, well, it's still pretty. I can admit that that's funny. It's funny. That's, on that's, that's yeah. creative. It's it unique. Creative. It's, it's, it's something as opposed to just like the idea of punching down for the yes. sake of punching yes. down. It's like, like a well done joke. Look how edgy I am. Yeah. Look how look how great I am at being edgy. That's yeah. that's not a, that's not impressive. Yeah. No. Right? <laughs> no. It's like people are still offensive. There's just consequence. That's what Mark Marin talks about. Right. It. He's like, yeah. The comedians are like, you can't say anything. He's like, you can literally say anything. You can say whatever you literally want, but there's anything. consequence if you say mm-hmm. something that's messed up and that that's not funny. Even okay. uh, this, Daniel Tosh even like screwed. <laughs> he even said, that, and like of all people, I was shocked that he like, was like, yeah, Daniel Tosh is like, is like yeah, yeah, there should be. He was like, there should be consequences. He yeah. was like, I don't know if I've learned from them, and he probably hasn't. But he was, but he, like to say yeah. there shouldn't be any, there there should be nobody should question it because it's yeah. under the realm of comedy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, like, people call me out. I, I get called out all the time. Sure. Right. Yeah, and it's it's okay. Like you're we're constantly learning about new things and finding out new stuff. It's literally it's not that like you can't say anything. It's like pe- people's sense of humor. Like a lot of people just don't think you're funny. Like that's it. Right. Like that's it, what it comes down it. to. Yeah. You don't it's not that you're canceled. It's yeah. not that like mm-hmm. you can't joke about this stuff. You can't say offensive mm-hmm. things. It's literally people are not interested in what you're saying. People don't think mm-hmm. you're funny. And it's how you respond to it as well. Yeah. Like even outside of comedy, like if yeah. you were, if you say something, I've said stuff before where sure. I'm like, oh, wow, that I, I never considered it from that perspective. Yes. Thank you for educating me. Yes. I, I, you know, and, and like, and, and, gen, and, and meaning it genuinely, not just yeah. saying it like, okay, well, thanks for saying that. Right. But actually like taking it in and, and then yeah. not doing it again. Yeah. Right. 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 If you can see show growth, Yes. Yeah. Not putting up a special needs helmet, mm-hmm. quote unquote. I yeah. okay. Let's just play it. You wait, anyway, let's, let's, let's hear. We're here. Yeah, yeah, go. You and I got never there. Okay, here we go. I saw one TikTok video who was like, "I I have a wife, and I found this severely disrespectful." Yeah. I was like, "Okay, you cuck. Yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah, yeah. What do you want to get form of foreplay? Yeah, what do you want to get more pussy outside of your wife? Like, chill out. You're already married. She already respects you. Like, what do you? What do you? Yeah. Want well, I used me? to see when when I had demonstrations around me, which used to be more common than they are now, which is just as well. Mm. The worst people I ever saw at those demonstrations weren't the Harridan women who were screeching like fishwives. But the men that were hypothetically there to support them, man, I tell you, I couldn't even look at some of those guys without having a shudder run up my spine. There's almost nothing worse than a man who tries to worm himself in with a group of women by pretending to be more on their side than the women actually are when their actual motivation is to use that. What was that? Gad Saad, the evolutionary psychologist who works at Concordia, he called that the sneaky fucker uh, <laughs> a routine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and that's actually a phrase from evolutionary biology. Okay, so 
Mm, let me just. First of all, I don't think sneaky fucker is a phrase for evolutionary biology. Chapter seven: the sneaky right. fucker. The sneaky fucker <laughs> came from the sneaky fucker evolved. Oh. From the asshole man, he came from the lake and grew legs. Like yeah. what? And then when he called, like the disdain for women, when he literally is like, they're screaming like fishwives. <laughs> Here is it? Yeah. What? Oh my. Well, and it goes back. Like I literally had someone basically make this argument in comment my comment section. It's probably because they listened to Jordan Peterson saying something like this before, where where they where when they when they don't realize that I'm you know happily married for 13 years and like I, you know that I have actually a loving family. Yeah. Like, well, the only reason this guy's saying this is is so he can get laid. Uh, or that blah, blah, blah. And like, and Matt Reif even says that, right? He's like, yeah. I don't get it. You're already, why would you, why would you possibly feel you already this have way? One. You already, you already have someone who likes, what, what are you, what are you attempting here? It's like, cause you couldn't, and it shows that disconnect. He, they don't understand that you can, and it's the whole team, they, they even bring up the whole, my, if you don't understand what team you're on or whatever, it's yes. as if this is a, Science. this is, cause it really is in their eyes, like using their words, not like, that that there is men versus women. Yes. That it's only it couldn't be common decency is the side you're on. It couldn't be that you don't like emotion and, and manipulation and abuse is the side you're on. No, yeah. it's either clearly yeah. I you're a traitor to your yes. gender. Yes. For having the audacity to actually be upset about the abuse of women, to it, actually be upset about yes. a domestic violence joke. I was That's gonna the say, only reason. I was gonna say. Trans people, non-binary people, be damned, I guess. But then I remember uh, Jordan mm. Peterson is known for ridiculous, yes. horrific trans comments. Yeah. So actually, that's truth. He doesn't. Yeah. Anyways, mm. well, some, but, someone pointed out to me that transphobia is literally just another flavor of misogyny. Yes. Right. I, I always all... looked at him. I always looked at him as separate. Like I, I no. were related, but separate. But no, it's they. They yes. really like broke down one of my videos. There, and like in a once again in a call out way, but in a nice. Yes. Like they're like, here, let me educate you on something, and I was like, oh, this is. <laughs> This is brilliant. You're right. This is it's literally just yeah, well, it's shocking. There and homophobia is too because a lot mm -hmm. of times because it's actually men being because they think to be gay is to be womanly, to be gay mm -hmm. is to be feminine. They're like, oh, don't mm -hmm. go to that side, which is oh, yeah. why a lot. I hate that. Yeah, yeah, I hate that you're going that way. Stop it. I can punch, but I can punch you. Yes, and exactly because yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it's very interesting. Like the differences mm -hmm. of like. Even how like gay men are treated versus gay, it's fascinating. Yeah, and horrifying, <laughs> fascinating, <Yeah>. horrifying. <laughs> the two go together so back often to what, yeah, in these right. conversations. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it's like the fact that like there is no other reason to Matt Rife, a man would defend his own wife mm -hmm. or just women. There is mm -hmm. no other reason to him other than sex. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's literally the mm -hmm. only reason. And then you have Jordan Peterson come in. And, and I love um, and hate, <laughs> love and hate, mm -hmm. right. uh, horrifying, <laughs> fascinating. Um, the, the, the two of them together, right? Because you have Matt Reif, who is coming from it, from the funny guy misogynist, right? Right. And then you have Jordan Peterson, who's coming as the intellectual misogynist, right? Mm -hmm. So where Matt Reif is just saying stupid shit, then... Jordan Peterson's coming in and he's like, oh, what was, who was that guy from Concordia or whatever the hell he said? What is that yeah. evolutionary uh, ideal? What is that bio evolutionary biology mm -hmm. uh, principle? It's like he is using, seemingly he's almost like the nice guy. Like right. this whole podcast saying Absolutely. that like, Absolutely. oh, when a nice guy, but but even like, like, oh, these sneaky fuckers who he's kind of acting like mm -hmm. are nice guys. And so- mm -hmm. It would be very easy to hear parts of that and be like, well, that is true. There are men who pretend to be on women's side. Mm -hmm. But that's where he's super dangerous and why I find men like Jordan Peterson to be particularly dangerous. Because if you see bits of what they say, you may be like, oh, that makes sense. Or if you were only to see a couple clips from him, you would be like, oh, maybe he seems all right. Like he is educated. Like he's an educated right. person, technically. There are there are clips. I remember someone sent me a clip of Jordan Peterson out of context. And I was like, yeah, I, that, yes. that's fine. He, there are things that. There are lots of things that horrible people say. Right, uh, right. That, that they five they minute might clip. Some, yeah. <laughs> um, even assholes are right sometimes. Right. But, but the way that he, it's so dangerous because, like, where Matt can't do that because he's, I don't think he has intellectual capacity, but um, 
you know, Jordan Peterson kind of ropes it in there to be like, oh, it's biology. So he's mm-hmm. like, it's actually facts that any man who's doing this are sneaky fuckers. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's actually that's it's shown that that's what they're doing. Women should be afraid of that. Right? right. You should be afraid of these men. And while that is true, and like, Lord knows, I preach that on the podcast, like, mm-hmm. be, be wary of the people that right. come into your safe space and are like, oh, yeah, I'm right. with you 100%. That's not what this conversation was about. This conversation Mm -hmm. was about a husband saying, I am offended by the way you talk about women and my wife. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that's where it's dangerous because they've just so delicately shifted the conversation. And Mm -hmm. it's also like, he calls, like, again, listening to the way the word choice from these men, he called Mm -hmm. women in general fish wives. Like, Mm -hmm. shut up. What? Like, again, 1900s, 1800s talk. You hate women. Let's just go there. Just, just go ahead and say it. But the way he is like, they, they pretend they care about it. Th- these women's needs more than the women do. Mm-hmm. And it's like. Because remember, you, you don't care about a woman unless you check her. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Peterson likes to check. Yeah. Don't worry. He's mm-hmm. checking. And Matt Rive, check, check, check. Uh, well, but it's the whole, it's the obfuscation of like, he is. Because he is, he, he has a brilliant mind when it comes to very specific things, sure. and then he'll use that brilliance, which mm-hmm. he which he knows how to make his words sound very pretty yes. to people that don't understand what he's saying or don't yes, catch on. Exactly when he's shift when he makes that, like you said, a very subtle shift mm-hmm. where it's not a, he's not actually talking about the thing he's t- that they were talking about anymore. There are people who can pick up on the right words mm-hmm. and can seem educated, and then can use that to seem actually smart when in actuality their intelligence and their skill set is in manipulation itself mm-hmm. is in the ability to twist facts right and that's how i see jordan peterson maybe he's maybe he's smart but what i've seen him do a lot is take baseline manipulation baseline misogyny and just zhuzh it up and just mm-hmm. give it like even that study he's like oh that's a biological term sneaky fucker is a biological right. term <laughs> is it is it Jordan? And right. now it's like, and no okay, one's going to double smart. check it. You're smart. Yeah. They're both doing terrible things. They're both being misogynist, but Jordan is doing so in a way that like. Mm-hmm. It legitimizes it. It's 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 so much more dangerous. You're right. Yes, because it's, it's so dangerous. It's very easy to hear Matt Rife say that and be like, oh, whatever. Idiot. Screw Matt Rife. <laughs> yeah. But it, and, and you're and it's I feel like we have to, the one thing I have to always remind myself is that most people aren't seeing everything like we aren't yes. aren't so involved in the like yes. in, not just social media but in this whole arena where they're only seeing very small percentages of it and when they then you're right when they see someone like jordan peterson who seems like he must be intelligent who seems mm-hmm. like he must know what he's talking about mm-hmm. even when he's talking about stuff that has nothing to do with his field yes right literally it feels legitimate and so yes. oh it's okay for me to call women fishwives, shrill, sh- whatever he said shrill on there, fishwives, shrill fishwives, right? Because Ugh. a legitimate doctor said this, right? A legitimate right. research person got research his shake person. taken away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his yeah we don't gone. talk about his license taken away, right? But but someone that feels legitimate yes. said it, yes. and that means I can keep on saying it. I can it's, keep doing these things. It's like, um, and I'm watching a documentary right now about it, but the doctors who are shady or like don't have mm-hmm. like they trick people into thinking they have abilities that they don't like you see this all the time any type mm-hmm. of con man right like they have enough of the vernacular and the confidence of the con mm-hmm. man right jordan peterson is very confident in his mm-hmm. viewpoints and he doesn't you know he doesn't sweat it like he's he's right. not not crying <laughs> you know like he's he right. is very steadfast and he says things with such intensity and Mm -hmm. this air of superiority like even in that conversation the the person who had the upper hand very much appeared to be peterson and i'll give you an example of how he uses like sexism and misogyny and biology quote unquote in dangerous ways right so he was talking about how you know sexism in the workplace okay and Mm -hmm. and ended up getting into this ridiculous diatribe ramble about well you know that if a woman i think, I think we might talk about this i think we talked about this podcast. one yeah like, yeah not mm-hmm. on mine but on yours yeah right. he <laughs> talked about the fact that a woman who wears any form of makeup mm-hmm. is sexually manipulating the workplace 
mm-hmm. purposefully. Because when one is aroused, I don't even like mm-hmm. anything it I'm saying. It said their, blood yeah, rushes. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. People could hear that and be like, oh, I guess biologically that makes sense. And it's like, that's bullshit. All right. of that is bullshit. No, like maybe mm-hmm. there's a woman out there doing that, but the majority right. of people, and even the woman, because he said this more than once, like that's another thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, these guys seem like, oh, they're off the cuff or whatever, but they will repeat and parrot the same phrases over and over. He was talking to a woman and she goes, actually, that's not why, why I wear makeup. And he's like, oh, really? It's not? And she goes, yeah, it's because I have negative consequence if I don't wear makeup to work. She's right. like, people think I'm unprofessional or I'm not pulled together or I don't care. And I have negative mm-hmm. feedback from both men and women. She didn't say all the genders, but she was like, so that's why I do because there's an expectation that I have to. Mm-hmm. Or I'm seen as less capable. There's a literal, visceral, negative reaction that can affect me it professionally and perfect yeah. me from progressing in in the in in the world if yes. I don't have a certain level of yes uh, of kept quote unquote kept upness or yes like, of, professionals yeah. yeah yeah which yeah. I actually saw a video on how like how that's even changing the markers changing like now it's expected mm-hmm. thank God I'm not in the workplace. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like having false lashes and constantly having mm-hmm. your nails done. There was a girl who was like, I had my like just natural nails and my coworker was like, that freaks me out. Mm-hmm. And it's like it, the the marker is always moving. And mm-hmm. to go in barefoot, like if I would have gone no makeup to my work when I worked in an agency, I definitely would have been looked down upon. From like in my profession as a professor. Yeah. Like there, there's a huge double standard when it comes yep. to that. Like, Almost all the, the like, honestly, probably about three-fourths of the men I know that teach that, and that are tenured, that have been doing it for a while, will just roll out, like, wear T-shirts, they'll wear an old polo shirt, yeah. some jeans, whatever. It, the professional wears. There are some yeah. people that still do, you know, hold themselves where they are. They'll, uh, they'll wear a full suit and tie and stuff. Sure. But, like, the majority of of male professors cool professor. i know yeah. yeah where just and i'm the clues i'm wearing a sweatshirt I, I will i've taught in the sweatshirt before right there's there is no i don't think about it right i'm allowed to not think about it yes right versus almost all of the the women i know anybody in the lgbtq plus community i know mm-hmm. that teaches uh anyone that is not a white presenting man yes basically uh anyone that is not able-bodied right any oh, anyone yeah. that is has uh the the where, where your privilege is not seeping from your your body yeah uh the there's such a different expectation where you have to do, go through all of these extra steps just so your students will listen to you i yeah. never i never have students or i mean i've been teaching now for 2007 was my first year as a teacher. So that's what, 16 years? Dang. I've probably, ha- I've had maybe one grade challenge in my entire career uh, because I, they just accept it. But yes. I knew what I was talking about, that that the grade that I must have given them was right. And I think that's probably less than than average even for someone. But it's just, yeah. that, that's just I, it's not very common for me versus I talk to other people and if they are not at the top of their game every day, fully dressed up, yep. fully knowing the answer to every question, able to present themselves as if they are like th- at another level of of uh, professorialism, right? Uh, that yeah. they they are they are constantly second guessed in class, right? And so they have to do all these other things. Whereas I'm just Professor Chesco that comes on in, you know, he knows clearly. what he's talking about. <laughs> Two minutes late holding my iced coffee, just like what like a student might do. And they're like, yeah. oh yeah, we just cool. we just inherently trust that you know what you're doing uh up there. And I don't have to think and it took me years before I realized how much extra privilege I was just given just for existing in this body, right? And all that goes into it. And it's not about manipulation. Like when my when my colleagues that don't look like me are going and they're not they're not manipulating, they're surviving. Right, mm-hmm. they're just just to do their baseline job. They have to go through five extra steps, if not ten extra steps, just to simply exist in the space yep. that I exist in. And that, and this is in a space where we have all of these rules and regulations that are attempting to even out the playing field at the least. At least that are trying to do it. That's not even the private sector where there's so much worse uh yeah. aspects of it that are unwritten where they don't even talk about these things and so it is it's just it's wild to me that that he would say something like that and as if there's no other reason 
as yeah. if me as this intelligent, smart man of of Jordan Peterson. Uh, th- this is this is clearly this is the answer, and this is why they're doing it because they're just manipulative, and they want people to to they want to get their their way because women have it so easy, right, with their makeup that they can just get whatever they want from us men where we poor lowly men just don't, we can't, we don't have those tools available to us. Yeah. Right. We don't get to manipulate with the lipstick, (laughs) but it's, it, I mean, it's really interesting because, and I've talked about this before, but it's like men who have bizarre facts, like Mm -hmm. on hand, they will like literally like just memorize crazy like that, mm-hmm. the sneaky fucker line. <laughs> like, right, what? Right. But it's like they'll, they'll get like these really strange facts mm-hmm. and then they'll get into an argument with you. And like because you don't you've never heard the study right, of this the, yeah. fucker. Like if you wouldn't have called it that. Right. Probably you know, we wouldn't. Probably, it, yeah. yeah, we probably like, oh, mm-hmm. whatever, stupid study. But it's like because they have these weird things, like mm-hmm. they're not challenged very often. And he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Matt Rife obviously wasn't going to challenge him. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> but he goes unchecked and unchallenged mm-hmm. when a lot of what he says is wrong, is like right. factually incorrect, is mm-hmm. not based in science, is more opinion than anything mm-hmm. else, and is dangerous as is proven mm-hmm. by the fact you know he got his license. And then gets away. repeated yes. by all these other well, Jordan people Peterson have, said, yeah, and they've never even read this. Like Jordan Peterson at the and this is not me defend. I want to be very clear. I'm not defending Jordan Peterson. Let me uh, say this but, right now. Yeah, I, I, ne- I never, I don't ever want to be in that context. Um, but the, the, I guess. But now let, let me defend him. Uh, at the very least, when he is going to say something, he, I know he's aware that he is lying, because <laughs> um, I know he's read the study. Yeah, I know, I know that he reads it and understands it. But then he's read enough of it that he'll be able to manipulate it to, yes. uh, to make it sound like well, but he no, I think. Yeah. The, what I meant was so if he meets someone that can call him out, he's yes. like, Well, no, I what I really meant, and then Pivot. he'll be able to backpedal out of it. Yeah. Versus the majority of people that will cite these different studies and things yes. that probably heard him cite will yes. talk about them having never read them, having no ability to even understand them, which to be fair, they're written so obtusely. Yes. That unless yes. you do have a degree in it, yes. you can't understand them. Yes. But then if you go actually go and look up, you're like, oh, that doesn't say this at all. Yeah. This is about so this is about like a, an, a study on animals or this yes. is a study that had that this was a in their observations was one possible conclusion, but not even the conclusion that the data showed or they'll be like, this is something a future study might want to look into this. And they'll be like, look at this study proved yeah. that women do X, Y and Z. So it's just like if my my advice would be like. And I've said this before, but challenging people because I think about so many conversations I had, and particularly with like toxic men um, in the workplace, I think was where it would hit me the hardest or maybe in school um, Mm -hmm. where men would just say things and then cite (laughs) something. I read this in a book or have you seen this documentary? And meaning a meme. Right. But because I have been raised, like, that's where we see the difference societally between men and women, right? Just mm-hmm. from a, a grand, this isn't for every case, but looking like on a grand scale, right. is that men feel justified to say whatever mm-hmm. they want, right? Um, as long as they've got the confidence to say it, where women feel they have to to justify what they're what they're saying. They have mm-hmm. to have reasons. They won't, like, so many of the people I know will not say something unless they have, like, sight to a b and c source as to why i think that while men will just like word vomit Mm -hmm. stuff and there were so many conversations where men would say things that i was like i don't think that's right Mm -hmm. but because i know there's not going to be any there's not going to be any consequences either and people are like oh okay Mm -hmm. but it's like because that is the way the society like women always are having to prove themselves and don't want to be like can lose authority so easily Mm -hmm. there's so many extra standards for women in the workplace to think about like Men go unchecked a lot and will say out of pocket mm-hmm. things and and say mm-hmm. science or whatever else is behind them, and because there's so much more to lose also if you're yes. especially in a position of where you're they have more power than you yes right in that they situation if you were to call them out what are you going to what 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 do you gain even in that situation? even if you're right even if you yeah, even if, even right, if you know you're right you, you can are, still get you a... often might lose more yes yeah. but it's mm-hmm. like yeah I just think about how many times and then I'd go back and look I was like I knew I was right like. Mm-hmm. If you can, like, challenge things. Do not accept confidence. 
as mm-hmm. fact. Confidence is mm-hmm. not fact. The authority with which someone says something does mm-hmm. not dictate the truth behind what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that's important to learn because I learned that later in life. Like I mm-hmm. would take people at their word. I If someone that had authority over me was saying something with that mm-hmm. much, because I would never, if I wasn't, if I'm not sure of something, I usually don't say it. <laughs> Like, I'll Mm -hmm. be like, maybe I heard this. Like, I will (laughs) always put something at the the front end to qualify what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But, like, there are people who – that's why it's con man. That's why it's confidence man. It's because when people say things with authority Mm -hmm. and confidence, we take them at face value a lot of the time. Online, it happens all the time. Mm -hmm. You're like, that's blatantly wrong information. Mm-hmm. Like in the comments, like my, my literal lived experience yes. disproves everything you're talking about. Yeah. And I know I'm not the exception. Yeah, right? exactly. I know I'm not the only one that's gone through this. And and that goes for a lot. That goes for uh, all these different systems of yes. oppression, right? Yes. Not sexism uh, when it comes to racism, when yes. it comes to, uh, you know, uh, socioeconomic yes. uh, classes. And it's, it's all of these systems are tied together yeah. where there, and there's a reason why they're able to kind of continue is because you have, uh, and it's not just confidence. You, you can find data, you can find data for almost sure, anything. Sure, sure, and sure. It's not, and that's not to say that there isn't, good and bad data. There isn't good data that exists that you's out there and you can't be wrong about yeah. something. But oftentimes it's a lot more nuanced than than any of the people presenting it, especially in this social media era that we're in are willing right. to it. And it's like, I mean, you think about the way the data is manipulated, like, mm-hmm. like who was the source? Who is the source mm-hmm. of this study? What was the one? It was mm-hmm. like, <laughs> the one study, a guy used a study and he said, 0.03% of men assault women. Mm-hmm. Like a college survey was done, mm-hmm. 0.0, whatever. So some crazy low, definitely under 5%. Right, right. Right, right. And then you look at the study and the study was amongst men who were interviewed, they self-reported that yeah. – <laughs> They it's were shocking, not. right? That, yeah. So it's like it's like you have to. I'm think shocked about that. that it was as high as it was. <laughs> there were guys that were like, "I did do so that." Yeah, man, it's guilt, guilty, guilty. Right? Yeah, you got yeah. me. Come on, police, yeah. let's do this. But it was but like, no, there's no, there's no, there's no consequence, right? They're right. Like, yeah, I can to say the it. study, yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. but it was like that's what I mean. Like that guy was speaking to a study. He was presenting some mm-hmm. of the facts, but he wasn't presenting some of the most pertinent facts. Right. Like self-reporting, it's always going to be lower. Mm-hmm. With a crime, get mm-hmm. out of here. Even the definition of mm-hmm. assault to men is different. There are many men who don't consider like uh, a woman being intoxicated, mm-hmm. like or tired, or or li- lying about using a condom. Yeah. Oh, you, oh like god. Coercion. Mm-hmm. Coercion mm-hmm. isn't counted by men. Like Absolutely. I lied to get mm-hmm. in bed with her, or she mm-hmm. said no, but I asked her fifty-five times. Like. Right. A lot of men don't consider Mm -hmm. that to be assault Mm -hmm. when it absolutely is. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, they will use studies. They will use little tiny facts. And unless you have the facts in the moment to argue with them, it can be very challenging. But, you know, it's important to like, even in the moment, because sometimes it's impossible sometimes in the moment. Like, I I don't know. Mm -hmm. If I don't know the study, I can't argue the points of it. But just like if you hear and that's something, what, but that's why they do that though, yes, because exactly. they know you don't know the yes. study. They're like, well, I have a study. Like, do yeah. you though? Like, it, yeah, you don't even know if they do, but it's like, and then, it, and then even if you fact check them later, no one's going to hear it. Right. Because exactly. That's the, the thing that, yeah. But just know for yourself, if you can, mm-hmm. if you can push back in a way, mm-hmm. um, like even just saying like, I don't know that particular study, but I have right. a lifetime of experience that says right. different. Like mm-hmm. your life experience is valuable and is almost never the exception. Like mm-hmm. it is very rare that if you're experiencing something that it, you're the only person ever to experience it. Right. Mm-hmm. And particularly when you're in a group that is, has, you, it, 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 there is some type of discrimination towards your group. It is very rare that you're the only one that they're doing that to. Right. And so mm-hmm. like you have every right to come back with life experience. I feel like so often life experiences as viewed as not valuable or not factual when in mm-hmm. reality, it is important. What you have experienced is 
data. Like Absolutely. that is a Absolutely. lifetime of data. So yeah. know that like, cause now I'll say, I'll, I will call things for my life. I will have arguments with that. If I don't know, like, like, cause I feel like people are always bringing up studies and weird stuff in like yeah. conversations about sexism that you're like, that's not right. But I will be mm-hmm. like, well, I know I've experienced X, Y, and Z. All of my friends have experienced X, Y, and Z. So judging off of what I can assume if this many people in my group have had that happen, I can assume how many people have experienced this on a grander scale. Mm-hmm. And that is a completely valid argument to when they're picking one study, because like one mm-hmm. study versus a lifetime of experience, I encourage more people to not back down when someone right. brings up some random thing. Like, even if you can't argue whatever their point is, I would go back to the main topic. Like, I don't know about that study, but in general, I think women should have mm-hmm. rights. Like, Right, right. <laughs> well, and, and even even when you, you actually ask them to explain, like, well, where did the study take place? Yeah. Who was the study taken? Yes. Uh, like, where? Who was this published somewhere? Like, yeah. was this peer reviewed? Was this a magazine article? Was yeah. it a? Yes. Was it a TikTok a poll on Facebook? Yeah. Was it a TikTok? The one that um a bunch of people hear you hear all the time is like the uh women only want the top ten percent of men, right? And and it's they'll cite this statistic that talks about like the swipe rates on Tinder uh-huh. or something, and yeah. and did, like eighty percent of tinder are men like 80 percent of the users are men of course there's going and so and i tried to explain this to somebody i was like well of course they're only going to be swiping on because you have 20 and and they said there the study even said that of the 20 percent that are women only about like 10 percent are active users (laughs) right and so you have now if you have this 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 field where 90 percent of the options are one thing and 10%, even 20% of the other, of course, it's going to be a much more selective issue. And then when I brought the stats that showed like 60% of men are are in long-term relationships, right? That's not, that clearly somebody is, is, go, is not in that 10% is dating yeah. somebody. Clearly there are women that are not just simply looking for whatever this theoretical 10%, they'll be like, well, that's not true. Like then how how is that not true like the, you don't, the numbers that don't why that is when you realize it, there's a mm-hmm. difference between i read a study and i formulated an opinion and i yeah. have an opinion so i'm choosing a, a I, study but that i really want to just blame women though right <laughs> but because what if I, study if... says it's so it's all confirmation bias is rampant like you said there's mm-hmm. so many studies by so many people over the years like people use a study from like in 1964 right. you're like i think we've co- i think we've passed that um mm-hmm. But it's like, it's so easy now. And there's so much false things online. Like I could find right. an article that's cr- like, that says something right. absolutely absurd as fact, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, I can prove whatever argument I want, but you're going about it backwards if you're doing right. it that way, right? And so many people mm-hmm. are because it, it's not that they want to be educated on the topic. Mm-mm. It's that I have an opinion and mm-hmm. I want it to be proven. <laughs> like, I even, want to even, sound intelligent. Even when it's good news. Like it, like that, like I said, the example I said right there, it that's great news. Sixty percent of of men are still capable of finding someone who mm-hmm. loves them. Like one was like, well, how many of those men are gonna end up having their wives cheat on them and are gonna leave the? I'm like, I don't know. Like it's that's amazing. I didn't do the yeah. study. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> but it's but there's also a shocking percentage. It's mm-hmm. a really frightening percentage of how many men. I, that's what I thought you're talking about. How many men mm-hmm. on um, dating apps are are not single? Like it's a shocking oh, percentage that are actually wow. in relationships. Because like wow. now that's that's the sneaky way. Because you can talk on apps all day, mm-hmm. and it never interferes right with your life because you're just mm-hmm. that's what you that's okay. Because if you're a high value man. You're allowed to have. Uh, that's their big talking point. You're either I'm allowed to have multiple. I have yeah. seen that. It's like in this day uh, and age, if you want to be polyamorous, whatever. Um, there are people who do that. Literally, and that's 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 fine. great. That, that's that's we a, love that's a, that for yeah, that absolutely. for people who like. I mm-hmm. have friends who are polyamorous. Like that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I know, like married, like Paul, like mm-hmm. the whole things. Poly yeah. cool. I don't know. I don't know what the terms are, but it's great, and they mm-hmm. love it, and they're very happy. Um, but it's like you don't want that. You want you mm-hmm. want a, a a relationship when you have power and control, 
right it is where not you can mutual. cheat it's not polyamory it's cheating with no consequences <laughs> right you you want yes. to be able to because there is a there's there there is a and it's a, like you said it's a power thing yes too, like you just said where power in a polyamorous relationship is still equal mm-hmm. in the sense like where it is it is a that that is something you enter it yes uh you know with, with this this openness that goes in there as far as my i don't you know i'm not fully i've never been in a polyamorous relationship that just sounds exhausting to me uh you can say that yes but that's that's for for me right, right. um but like if, if the the that's not what these guys are talking about when they're, yeah. they're talking no. about no i am so valuable that you should be thankful that i'm letting you be one of my options well and they're not letting their options be with they're, anybody yeah. else no no that's they're not the, allowed, yeah, the person they're with is not allowed yes. to be with anybody else they can be with anybody they want but mm-hmm. the but the girls that they're with cannot be with other people no no they better they also better be a virgin uh, who listens to everything you have to say who and does not have any friends who can cook and, and no butt crack. No, 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 apparently not. Apparently not, <laughs> but still needs a perfect body. Uh, even after even having they don't children. have one. Yeah. Yeah. Even uh, though they don't. Yeah. They never do. They're like, she better be a uh, 10. She better be yeah. 90 pounds with double D's. And you're like, sir, yeah. stop, mm-hmm. stop it. Yeah. Oh, why, why, does, why does, why does this very specific type of of woman only want to be with men who fit this very specific mold and not me it's because because have you seen you like it's but it's also like interest if you're if a girl is fit Mm -hmm. and very into fitness she will probably want to be paired like with somebody that is there's nothing wrong with that but Mm -hmm. it's like if you're it's always like just like it is like if you want to be polyamorous they should probably want to be polyamorous Mm -hmm. or be okay with it for some reason they right right which know. is fine that's but, yeah, their own yeah, yeah if you're cool with it that the other person's mm. polyamorous and you're not but the, the point is mm-hmm. there's an agreement that we both want this and we're both right. good with this it's the same thing with like probably common interest coming to the table mm-hmm. like if you're expecting her to be super fit perfect hair perfect nails um mm. listen to everything i say but you don't want to do anything you don't ever want to mm. work out or be care about fitness in any way shape or form and you don't want to listen to anything she says and you want to control mm. her life like those don't match mm. you want someone who clearly values someone that makes yes. a ton of money but you don't understand why she won't, won't want you <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's it doesn't there's such a disconnect it isn't like it, even like this subtle yeah. scrutiny makes no sense or like men who are like these women are gold diggers it's like you have yeah. no gold why are yeah. you worried about it it ain't you don't worry yeah. you're not a you're not a threat yeah. you're not yeah well there, there was yeah there was there was one guy that said uh she won't be with you if you have potential she only wants you if you're i'm like are you have you met women <laughs> Like, and this is not a way I have, have so many one? friends. Yeah, yeah. The the you know, like I said, I grew up the, the friends that are, are are women that are dating men, right? The you know, difference there as well. But the uh and like the the amount of times they've given a chance to someone with potential. My whole life was potential. No, that is that is not. I mean, hell, I had that's all I had to offer back when I was dating. I was, you know, broke grad student, mm-hmm. you know, but it, I I never had issues fighting people to date or go on dates with and no i was not anywhere near the top one percent man i was tall i guess that's the one thing i you have that six five you got that going but i think it's also like the thing that i found very interesting and this goes back to matt rife um is that so many men are actually modeling themselves to the male Mm -hmm. ideal well, absolutely. Like, absolutely. I don't know very many women. Like, my mm-hmm. friends date guys of all shapes and sizes. I don't think mm-hmm. I know. I don't think I'm close with anyone that dates like ripped mm-hmm. dudes or whatever. And that, and that's good news. But they get angry when you say that. Well, it's just facts. <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah. It's, Here's my it's, study. It's, it's my yeah, life. It's not, it's not saying that women are like settling. It's just that's what they're into. But, but the point is like what they project. Like even mm-hmm. Matt Wright, when they look at his alleged surgery which i don't think it's alleged i think it's fact yeah. but it's like someone broke down like he actually if he fixed it mm-hmm. uh cover my butt here uh if he yeah. did he's actually doing things for men because it's like he made mm-hmm. that jawline he's like doing mm-hmm. things here his body is built it's like it's actually like what you're talking about as being the problem mm-hmm. for men is actually not is not what women have said. Tall, hey, right. you have to be a tall guy. It's like that's also patriarchy mm-hmm. said that. <laughs> we didn't mm-hmm. say that. 
Like right. the, all of it is like, if you're mad, the calls from inside the house on this, mm-hmm. like maybe some women do like it, but like that mm-hmm. standard or ideal is not on our side. We weren't mm-hmm. the ones that came and up even, with that. Even if you like it, it doesn't mean like, cause there's the difference between like this, this visceral kind of like, Oh, those abs look nice sure. or something like that versus like, Oh, I want to be in a long-term relationship with this person. With those abs. Like, and, with those and it, like and the amount of times people will be like that's just because abs are a lifestyle right that's yes. a very specific they lifestyle. are a lifestyle your diet has to be mm-hmm. so clean mm-hmm. it's not even it's it's exercise it's diet. you're right it's it's all that goes into it and there are people that that's that's what they enjoy they they love doing that and that's you know? great and that and that's fine but I want pasta <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so I they, go to they, pasta but they don't understand they don't understand that disconnect yeah. but like I can admire that that's a that's an a, something that's pretty to look at. That's handsome to look at. That is nice to look at. Without wanting to necessarily, I, even though I know I would not enjoy being with that person, that yeah. just seems like it would not be something that would give my life fulfillment. And yeah. that doesn't mean you're settling. It means you're knowing what brings you happiness. Yeah, right? I it knows what what brings you joy in your life. <laughs> I mean, if if my wife all of a sudden, I mean, she we eat pretty clean, but if she was like, mm. she's she definitely eat that many carbs, but which I'm like, <laughs> I had just learned how to make a, this delicious pasta, and then she's uh-huh. like, no more carbs. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I can only cook five things. Um, no, but like uh-huh. if she if she went off the rails and or on the rails, I don't know which one's the rails. Right. But if she was like, I'm clean eating, I would support yeah. that wholeheartedly. Right. But in right. general. That's mm-hmm. not for me. I don't want to eat that mm-hmm. clean all the time. I don't have to worry about like you're packing lunches, your restaurants, right. your counting cow. You know, it's it's a lifestyle. Like so, it's but I'm like, sure you have other. Even if you didn't, you no longer had pasta to bond over. I'm sure there's other things. Yes, yeah, that, but it's that, like yeah, yeah. it's like in general, like that doesn't mm-hmm. meet what I would want to do with my life right. and the activities I like. And like, that's not my focus. Like I don't <laughs> clearly, mm-hmm. you can't tell I'm not ripped, right. but. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> the only reason I was talking to you. <laughs> I thought this was alpha again, but I think it comes down to like, I don't think it's about that. Even I think it is. How can we hate women better? Because like, if I mm-hmm. say women only want an ideal that I can never meet, then when mm-hmm. I'm rejected, mm-hmm. I can just say, well, it's, he wants a six, seven ripped, uh, mm-hmm. rich. It could, it, because then I can't, I can't look inward and say, oh, maybe she just didn't like me because we didn't. And also, it doesn't even have to be the worst case scenario where I'm a terrible person. No, maybe we just didn't click. Chemistry, right? chemistry. People, yeah, there are lots of people where every for every reason we should have clicked back when I was dating, yeah. but it just it wasn't yes. there. You know, yes. and that's okay. Yes. You don't have to then leave and come home and be like, women are the ter- worst people in the world and they only want this and blah, blah. It's just sometimes it's it's just not there. And that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so fr- it's sad because, and it's, they've been, it goes go back to the theme of this episode. I feel like the way that patriarchy harms everybody is because that's what they've been taught mm-hmm. is that this is, that's the only correct way to respond to something is to go get go go complain and and talk about how women are horrible and mm-hmm. and about how this is uh life is so unfair because it actually admitting that maybe there just wasn't something there and that this person that you really like doesn't like you mm-hmm. is is much harder than than just pretending to live in this fantasy world. Yeah, this if I just learned the right thing from the right male dating coach, mm-hmm. I'll be fine. But it also I always like to she'll point be out back. she'll be back. <laughs> if she's not, she's dumb. If I um, change everything about myself, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Then, Actually, she yeah. should change. Yeah. Uh I always like to bring it back to entitlement too, because like mm-hmm. I'd like to point this out to anyone who's dating men. Uh, particularly uh not meant <laughs> because of misogyny, <laughs> but yeah. it's that this idea of like, if they didn't think they deserved you, if they didn't think they were entitled to you, they would not have such a visceral, intense reaction. Mm-hmm. Like if I walk up to somebody and I'm like, can I have your bag? They're like, no, I would not be like, oh shit, screw right. you lady. But if right. someone had my bag and mm-hmm. I asked for my bag and they refused to give it to me, then I would be upset. Mm-hmm. And it's like when men have this big reaction, you have to understand that like it's be, it's not just rejection. It's mm-hmm. also that they feel entitled to you and your time and your energy. That's a that's a great point. It's all coming full circle. The video mm-hmm. I did where he's like, I put in my time. 
Mm-hmm. I deserve sex from you. Like I mm-hmm. took you 90 days. Right. Like you can't tell me no mm-hmm. sex. It's like because mm-hmm. that man feels entitled to your body. Because mm-hmm. that man thinks if I'm nice to you, I get to have your literally your body. Like I get to own that. That's mine when I, whenever I want. And it's mm-hmm. it's noticing that if a guy freaks out when you reject him, if a guy's mean, if a guy has a horrible reaction, regardless of what he says, he may even come back and be like, oh, sorry about that. You know, it's just upset. It's like the reaction is telling because he would not react that way if he didn't think he should have it in the first place. If he do- didn't mm-hmm. think it was his, if he didn't feel entitled. So when mm-hmm. you notice these big reactions, also know that there may be an underlying sense of ownership or entitlement, or mm-hmm. you should be theirs, and that mm-hmm. you've done them wrong by not mm-hmm. just j- giving them what they want. By you not broke giving the them rules, them. right? Yeah, and that you mm-hmm. are you are the commodity. Mm-hmm. You are you are what they want ownership of. Your body, mm-hmm. like you're not a person in that sense anymore. You are something. because you're because right, accepting that maybe there was just no uh, uh, chemistry there is accepting that you're equal. Right, that's right. true. That it goes both ways. I don't understand. I really want her. Yes, there couldn't. She that doesn't make say. sense. Why there wouldn't? Yeah. Be. yeah, my my commodity, my this this thing that I want, not this person, this thing that I want, the the box that I <laughs> give me your box. <laughs> um, is. Wow. Yes. It is it is is not uh, is not equal to me. That's mine. So clearly, there must be some ulterior exterior yes. uh, uh, reason that that is 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 coming in the way of me getting this product. That was mind blowing. That's wow. like that's true because you, if it's chemistry, it's a relationship. If it's chemistry, mm-hmm. two people are meeting together where they both have a say, they both get an opinion, and they vibe off of each other. To accept chemistry is to accept that you are a person, that you right. have a say, and that you have a mind of your own and thoughts and ideas and desires. Mm-hmm. And so if I make you an object, then you can – chemistry doesn't come mm-hmm. into play. I don't have chemistry with my microwave. No. Um, that's exactly – wow. And I put something the, – the transactional mm-hmm. aspect of it. It's because you're not a person. I paid for this luggage. Yes. Why do I not get to take it with me now? That yes. is now my luggage. That's unacceptable in this. Yeah. And so it can, it's, it cannot be anything. It's you are, you are defective. Mm-hmm. Women as a whole are defective. That has to be it. Cause I, I yep. did the rules to, yep. to, to get this achievement. This false it sense of control be, has to be yes. your fault. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. your fault. And you've done me wrong. The big thing is like you've done you have mm-hmm. done me wrong. You mm-hmm. have harmed me in this mm-hmm. by any rejection. You have right. it's an action towards me versus we both have a say. To right. say no is actually an attack. Mm-hmm. It's a negative towards me. Mm-hmm. And only me. Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, You're mine. Oh, well, this has been so fun. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> As always. Oh, God. That was mind-blowing, though. Yeah. It's so, like, it's weird how all of the things we said then related back to each Mm -hmm. other. No, it's good. I think this is, I I love talking about this stuff because it's, you Mm -hmm. always learn, there's always new insights you get from just just saying it out loud and and escaping out of your head. Yeah. Wait a (laughs) second. And also, we've been, I think we've been talking to each other. We talked to each other for half an hour before (laughs) we started well, this is going to be a multi-parter. Yeah. And that was Bad Advice Wednesdays. If you enjoyed today's show, please be sure to subscribe and share this with your friends. Leave a review, and you can always support us financially on patreon.com slash thespeechprof. If you want to hear more from Reagan, be sure to follow her on social media and subscribe to her show, the F the Nice Guy podcast. Links are in the show notes. Okay, dope rhyme slinger, good advice giver. Listen for a second, let me try and paint a picture. Raises coming up and you want your check bigger. Moving quiet just won't get you seen. Your boss a clicker, uh.